0: On today's episode of The Bolts Broadcast, a true champion can adapt to anything. Be tuned. Season three, episode 73 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw joining you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Sunday evening? I am doing relatively
1: well uh could be better could be worse but at the end of the day i'd have to put myself above 50 percent.
0: so that's good how are you uh that is great chase i'm glad you're above 50 percent. yeah i'm doing my best would prefer like a ninety nine hundred percent.
1: 9900 but
0: uh yeah I mean, uh, 9900 out of 100 that'd, that'd, that'd be a decent day that'd be pretty good uh i'm doing okay as well excited for the work week to start can't wait for that who the
1: hell says that
0: I don't know. It's a Monday show. So I hope anyone who's waking up with us, we appreciate you listening and hope that your week is just as fantastic as you. And, hey, I am sure that Tampa is going to have one hell of a week as well uh, because right now backs are against the wall, and this is where true champions show themselves. They have the resiliency. They can adapt to anything. At the start of the show, we had the quote, a true champion can adapt to anything. That's Floyd Mayweather right there. Ah, Floyd Money. It's one of the the best boxers of all time. Uh, I don't know. I was just looking for quotes that, you know, we can talk about resiliency and everything because that's what Tampa needs here this upcoming week. It's not been a great series so far. Uh, Game two, you have said to me loud, clear, and easily that this was by far the worst game the Tampa Bay Lightning have ever played.
1: It it was so bad. It, it it was it was, it was so painful to watch. It was, um, trying trying to think here. I I think the number the number was fifteen last night. Yeah, it, it was like the least amount of shots since twenty seventeen, like in, in a finals game when the Penguins only got fifteen shots in that. But the Penguins scored five goals in that game. Tampa, Tampa didn't score any. Right. So that, that that's tough. And defense is really optional. It, like Vassie wasn't getting much help, and eventually, once he let up too many goals, you just kind of you know. It, they, they just keep on coming, and that's kind of what we saw.
0: Yeah, but hey, backs are against the wall, down 2 nothing. Tell me when the last time you heard that was. Oh, yeah, just last round, down 2 nothing, coming back to Emily. Uh we We're able to rack off four in a row against the Rangers. Can we do the same against Colorado? We'll have to wait and see, but we're going to go over the first two games, talk about what Tampa can fix going forward to try to improve their chances to take this series. And then after the commercial break, going to be talking about some news around the league, including talking about a different league, that being the CHL, as their Memorial Cup is set. So we're going to be talking about that. A lot of good stuff on this show, but let's start with the bad, the ugly, the disgraceful, all of it. Let's start with game one. This one, not as bad as game two, but didn't go how we expected Goes to overtime, the Avalanche, and Andre Barakowski able to seal the deal.
1: Yeah, and it's something that we've seen three times so far in this playoffs. Game one, doesn't really go away. kind of come out flat. And really, that's what that game one effort was, just a flat effort. Um, you know, they, they ended up fighting back a, a little bit in the kind of second half of the game, second period, and, and into third, they were playing a little bit better. But it was just, it, it wasn't the greatest effort, but it also wasn't the worst effort it would have been nice to come out with a win, um, you know, especially in the manner that, that goal, that goal was scored. It just, just, it, you can kind of tell from the jump that caught, that Colorado was, was going to end up putting this one over overtime Cause just kind of all over them it ends up being just, just a perfect opportunity for Andre Burkowski gets the second goal of the playoffs in that game. Um, it, you know, what, what, what are you, what are you going to do it, it, it is what it is. A new one's going to be an easy series. And it's something we've already seen in, in the past with Tampa in these game ones. So, you know it's not ideal being down one game, but as you're going into game two, you're, you're, you know you're feeling okay because at least they put in a better effort. You know they they came back from a, a kind of poor start, in my opinion, in the first period and played a little bit better, but not completely there. And you know what their ceiling is based on what we've see, we've seen so far in these playoffs. So you were feeling good, at least I was going into game two, and then it happened.
0: Yeah, a couple of things that I want to point out that again I will point out in game two that I think is going to be something we want to keep an eye on going into these next couple of games. Outshot by fifteen. Power play was 0 for 3, the penalty kill 2 for 3. So let's move on to game 2 now. This was a miserable game, 7-0 for the Avs. Uh, I'll just bring up those stats again real quick before you say your piece, Chase. Uh, Again, outshot by 14, power play yet again 0 for 3, and the penalty kill only 2 for 4. So right now our penalty kill, 4 for 7 in this series, our power play over 6. When we can't click on special teams, it's never going to click. So it's been bad. That's something they need to improve on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It just, it, it was ugly from the get go. You could kind of tell that, you
0: know, Colorado scored
1: pretty early on in the game, within the first three minutes, and then from there, um, Josh Manson, when he got his goal, I kind of felt like, oh, shit, this, this is a problem, because that's a goal that, that Vasilevsky shouldn't let in. It was just mm-hmm. a wrist shot from a defenseman skating into the blue line, a guy who's not a scorer by any means. And he gets a little piece of his blocker, drops the net. That's when I knew this this could be interesting. Sure enough, um, another five goals happen throughout the course of the game. Valor- Valerie Nashushkin gets two. Mikhail Makar gets two back-to-back in the third period there. Darren Helm is a superstar out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, everything that could have kind of went wrong for Tampa in this game did. Uh, goals that Vasily shouldn't have let in were let in. Um, couldn't really get the pucks on net. When they did, they couldn't really challenge Kemper at all. And really, everybody in Colorado was going where nobody on Tampa was. It, yeah. it just, top to bottom, really no positives to take out of this game. You have to just forget that it happened, try to move on to game three. It's a tough one to move on from, but if you're a championship team, it's the type of game you got to move on from.
0: Yeah, and at this point, they've really proven why they're 14-2 and two currently in this year's playoffs. They've just looked so fast, so aggressive, even against a Tampa team that is so incredibly skilled they're just outpacing us at this point and I think that it's difficult to play to their game and I know that Tampa wants to slow it down a little bit and have their big playmakers like Kucherov and Stamkos be able to find a seam and get something done but when you're versing a team that's so sporadic and going you know Balls to the wall. They're, they look like they're jacked up on a Dan Campbell coffee. Like you can't, you have to adapt. Yeah. And so that's something I'm looking forward to seeing how Tampa does that in game three. Um, I mentioned the special teams. That's got to be an improvement. I'm not worried at, about Vasilevsky at this point. I no. think coming home, he'll be just fine. I think that's actually something that I might look to, um, spark the room a little bit, kind of you can tell me, you can you can disagree with me if you want, but it feels to me like Tampa was a little shocked, a little stunned by the speed and pace that Colorado played with. So they wanted to kind of back up Vasilevsky a little bit more and they kind of put themselves in a foothold when it comes to their actual offense. And I'm I'm not worried about Colorado's goaltending. No. So I feel like if you just maybe play a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more offensively inclined and just rely on, Hey, you've got the best goal in the world. Then maybe you can make some more things happen.
1: Yeah. You know, ho- hopefully they still have to place like structurally defensively because there there were just too many turnovers, too many lazy plays that, that led to scoring opportunities and goals. Um, you know, like Andre plot making defensive zone turnovers. You don't, you don't, he doesn't do that shit. He doesn't right. ever do that. And like that, that stuff's got to get cleaned up, but you do have to kind of adjust how you're attacking offensively. You've got to find a way to get to the net more, find a way to put more pucks on net. You, know, you can't always look for the pass. Sometimes you just got to shoot shoot the puck. You're not going to win many hockey games getting 16 shots on net. they they got to try to crack 30 really every, every, every game going forward at this point. And it's it's not something that Tampa does super often. They, it, it, as I talked about before, it's a, you know, a super efficient shooting team more often than not. But we we got to find a way to just pepper Camper because yeah. – like he's a fine goalie, but he's really nothing more than a fine goalie. If, if Colorado had a Vasilevsky or a or hell, even just like a, like a, you know, a Hellebuck or a Gibson, who even had a down year, um, they'd be undefeated in the playoffs right now, like yeah. le- le- legitimately, because like Kemper and Francoos are you know they're fine, yeah, but like they're they're not studs by any means, so you got to find a way to crack the goalie and generate some momentum from there. If you get two home wins, um, that, that'll that be absolutely huge. It, it'll completely change the series and make it very winnable at that point. But if you drop even one at home, we're in trouble.
0: Yeah, you talked about got to find opportunities to put the puck on that. We only have 39 shots through two games. Yeah, it's not great. Colorado had 38 in the very first game. Yep. So uh, there's got to be a big change. And look, we got... One of the best coaches in the league, if not the very best coach. There's a reason we've gone back-to-back. This is where we see John Cooper come in, play around with some things, and really adapt to this Colorado team because this is by far the biggest test we have ever had over these past three seasons.
1: Oh, it's 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 not even close. I mean, especially when you're comparing the teams to play the finals between Dallas and Montreal, two, two teams that yeah. – uh, it wasn't any issue, and it shouldn't have been any issue. And really, going through prior to this, I mean, the the best opponent that we faced was Toronto in this playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it won the distance. It was a close series. And now we're seeing, you know, at the end of the day, probably the best team in the NHL, maybe not the most complete, in my opinion. I, I still think that is Tampa, but it's they, you know, they finished first in the league in points, and they have so many superstars that they can kind of rely on their goaltending being so par. And they're, I mean, they're really showing that, that they, Earn those points in the regular season that they deserve. You know, only having two losses so far in the playoffs. They, they've really just proven that. They're one hell of a team, and it's going to take something huge to, to try to beat them.
0: Yep. So we're looking forward to that on Monday night. We have game three. This is, this, this is going to be the game that will tell us the series. Yeah. Either, either it'll be over before it even started, or... We'll see some bounce back from Tampa, and we'll get a real series here. I don't think there's – um, knock on wood. I don't know if people heard that. I, I don't think there's like a possibility, or at least I don't see it happening, where if Tampa takes game three, that they'd go back to Colorado down 3-1. I feel like if Tampa takes game three, they likely take game four as well, and we go to a – best of three similarly to how we did against New York. So you truly hope so. That's what I'm hoping for. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> And and
1: if we win game three, um, kadri he, he's traveling with the, the avalanche down to Tampa. Um Burakovsky's likely to meet the team down there. He just stayed back actually for evaluation. So if Tampa wins game three, I bet you both those guys find a way to play game four and make it a much, you know, harder game where you yeah. don't have to give the Logan O'Connor's and Nick Abe like, Kubells more ice time. So, if we do win game three, game four is not going to be an easy win, but it's definitely uh, attainable. It's very attainable to just to win four straight here. It's 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 If there's another team to do it in the league other than Colorado, it's Tampa. Yeah. So the series is far from over, but it's also starting off pretty tough.
0: It's one I'm looking forward to. It's going to be very suspenseful down the next couple of games, but I'm excited for it as of now. Really hoping not to be heartbroken by the end of it. Me too. That's going to do it for the first half of the show. We're going to go to a quick commercial break on the other side, talking about some news around the league, including the CHL Memorial Cup stage being set. We'll be right back. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any sports betting needs you have, make sure to head over to the DraftKings sportsbook. Uh, hey, maybe put a little bit of money on that Tampa Colorado game. What do you think? Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, can't put money on the on the NBA championship anymore because no. my Celtics lost. But uh, hey, I, I'm still I'm still a Celtic fan. I'm not a I'm not a Golden State fan like you. I'm a Golden State yeah, fan because you're a bandwagon. <laughs> I am just not a basketball
1: fan. That's I'll, yeah, yeah. You know the pit, the Pistons. I, I can support them, but really, like at the end of the day, I like an, I like individual players in the sport. Like someone like like I saw my brothers yesterday. Like Luka Doncic is, is the type of player. Um, him and I was hoping Zion was going to be that kind of guy too. Where yeah, they made me would make me want to watch basketball. But Zion's kind of flopped. but At least Luka's elite. That, that's really all I would want to watch basketball for is young guys who are just dominating so early and doing things a little differently.
0: Snore picking Luka join the rest of any dude. I not I, I liked age.
1: Luca when he was still over in Eastern Europe. When, when I first heard about with a prospect, I, I looked him up as, uh, cause I always loved guys from like uh, kind of obscure countries coming over to play in North American sports. And I was like, dude, this guy could, it could be exciting to watch in the NBA. I
0: was all about my boy, Deandre Ayton still like Deandre. Ayton. Yeah.
1: You know, it's, and it, it's, it's the same thing. Like, um, with, 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 with the, the Wagner brothers, you know, um, the, the, the Germans, you yeah, gotta, gotta love Germans for any sport too. So, and uh, any, you know, any any foreign player, especially in like sports like basketball and stuff, I am gonna be heavily supporting basketball, football because they're they're not as
0: common, you know, like in hockey. Yeah, especially football. Yeah, How about Moritz Böringer.
1: Yeah, what could
0: have been The legend? What could have been? <laughs> All right, well, let's talk now about Gary Bettman in the NHL. They uh, have some decisions to be made with Joel Quimble.
1: Yeah, so. As of right now, the way it stands, um, they are undecided if they're going to reinstate him or not. Um, In case you don't remember, he was suspended because of all the allegations um, for his part in what was going on in Chicago. Um, You know, from what it sounds like, he sounds like he knew a lot of information and didn't pass on the information as he should have. So he's very reasonably suspended. Um, Will they make it? decision um and probably let him coach back in the league at some point. I'm going to assume they will. It just it just feels like it's gonna happen eventually. Um but I still think it's
0: gonna be a little while. Uh I think this just gives us an out from you know just seeing the same old coaches over and over again.
1: I hope so because like I you know all these all the allegations aside that that's enough of reason to keep him out. Um yeah. but all, all all that aside, I I am tired of, of you know like John Torella is yep, uh, is thirtieth NHL team now at this point? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I I need I want to see some new faces.
0: Is Dubinsky still with the Columbus franchise?
1: Playing? Well, like, I don't I don't know I don't know what he's doing. I, I think
0: I, it was Brandon Dubinsky on Twitter. Um, he said like, "Good luck to all my friends over in Philly or whatever." When that came out, yeah. And then Cam Atkinson in all caps or whatever was like, "Let's fucking go," and it's like. I, I think he's exaggerating. That I think a so little, too, a little bit. Yeah, I feel um, like maybe that's not. But Cam Atkinson had some of his best years under John Tortorella. I don't know if you saw on Spitting Chicklets
1: Instagram. Um, there was comments about Torch being head coach, and um, Zach Wrensky goes, "Let's go, great hire." And then um, Cam Atkinson just comments, "Mind your business." <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah so absolutely hilarious stuff and it's great because John Torella probably has no idea how to use like Twitter or anything like that so he just doesn't even know any of this is going on mm-hmm. it's great
0: yeah uh that's uh I mean we talked a little bit about it in the last episode how we're not really sure how that's gonna work out but yeah I'm not feeling overly optimistic on it especially because you mentioned was it you who mentioned it or, or maybe it was Hockey I saw on TikTok that said look the Flyers just put up one of the worst seasons they've had and a long, long time, you're going to bring in an old coach that is going to just demand winning, put up 70 points a season until he's fired, and you're going to miss out on guys like Mishkov and Bedard.
1: Yeah, I didn't – I'm not the one
0: that said that, but it's a fair point. So. Definitely a fair point. There we go. All right, let's now talk about the Memorial Cup. Uh, stage is set. We've got our final four teams. Go ahead, Chase.
1: Yeah, I – this is – one second, a oh, uh, sniffle.
0: Oh, sniffle?
1: Yeah. We don't. We don't have. I don't have a mute button in front of me. Like like we're like we're sorry. Do it now. They probably still heard it through my mic. Maybe 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 not. Maybe but but anyway. Um, we we do have the stage set begins. Um, as of the you're listening today. Um, it begins on Monday, June twentieth. We are going to see a game per day. Um, at least through the round robin, and then. Um. Asian might be a game per day just in general. Or no, they they, they give a uh, day off um between like the twenty-seventh and 29th for the final. But it's, it's round robin play, so four total teams. You you play every team at least once from there. Top team goes all way ba- to the final, second team to the semifinal, third and fourth team play in the quarter, and it goes from there. So we see four you know, four teams represented from three leagues. Um every year there's a host city if you don't know about the Memorial Cup. This year the St. John Sea Dogs happen to be the host team. Um, They play out of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. So, the Quebec League gets two teams this year. Every other league gets one. So, from the Quebec League, they also get the Shawinigan Cataracts. From the OHL, the Hamilton Bulldogs. And from the WHL, the Edmonton Oil Kings. And, in my opinion, I got to say, the Oil Kings are the odds on favorite in this. Uh, They have Sebastian Cosa, who's the best goalie in the CHL. They have a young, star studded team full of legitimate prospects, you know, like Dylan Gunther, Luke Prokop. It's a very talented team. Um, I I, see, I have a hard time seeing them not go 3-0 in group play, and then all they gotta do is win the championship at that point. Um but nonetheless it's gonna be exciting. It, it'll be on TSN in Canada. I'm hoping it's gonna be on NHL Network here in America. I would assume that it will. It usually is, but I don't know exactly for sure. Um we got one prospect playing in, in this uh for the St. John Sea Dogs, we do have Cameron McDonald. He was a fifth round pick in 2021. Fine prospect, probably not somebody that's gonna get signed at the end of the day unless we see a big jump from him this season. Um, you know, he's only only scored 37 points this year or 34 points, excuse me, through 67 games. So, if you know, if, if you're someone who's neutral on these teams and you want a rooting interest, you can say St. John's because we've got the Tampa Bay prospect on there. Um, me, I've got ties with the OHL, so I, I am rooting for the Hamilton Bulldogs. I, I would like to see, you know, a, a, a fellow OHL team win. That that would be great, but it should be a pretty good tournament nonetheless. Um, definitely, the team you're going to want to watch, if you're only going to watch one or two games, you're, you're going to want to tune in for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They're going to be the most fun team to watch for sure.
0: Uh, I looked up the St. John Sea dogs record because, you know, with host teams, maybe they're not the best team. Uh, Sea dogs actually performed pretty well this year, 47-17-1 in the regular season. Yeah, that, that's, so, that's not bad. Um, I was uh, a little bit worried that maybe the host team just... They, they, uh, they are sometimes,
1: um, I, I, who was, I think it was, I think it was Kamloops when, um, when like Nolan Foote was still playing, playing there, um, Adam Foote was the coach, his, his dad, of course. Mm-hmm. And things were going terrible, and they ended up firing Adam Foot because oh. they were like one of the worst teams in the league. But they ended up um, getting postponed because of COVID, so they didn't have to worry about trying to host and be a shitty team. Okay, so they, I think they're rounding back there eventually. But anyway, um, oh an- another another one that I, I kind of remember. So at, shit, that had to be twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. These are um, old. Yeah, I know. But uh, before Mikhail Sergachev became a Tampa Lightning. Um, he was with the Montreal Canadiens, you know, ninth overall pick. After um, his season in the OHL, he was playing with the Windsor Spitfires. They got swept in the first round, and Montreal was in playoffs. And at that point, once you're out, you can call up those players to be with your um, team at that point so if they're signed. Serge so Jeff was signed with Montreal, so once you're eliminated from playoffs, you can be called up. But Windsor was hosting the Memorial Cup that year, so mm. they got, they, they got like, swept in the first round, so you had to just sit there and wait till the Memorial Cup, but it worked out because they ended up winning.
0: Oh, okay.
1: No business winning that. Hmm. But yeah, so that, that that's a fun Memorial Cup. It, you know, it's it's a weird tournament, but it's a very cool tournament that every major junior player wants to play in. You know, most Canadian kids want to play in this. Growing up, it, it's a it, it's just a, it's a really cool tournament to watch. I, I like the style of it. Um, and the host city. You know, it, it adds like a, a unique aspect to it too. So definitely tune in if if you guys have an opportunity. Um, it should be some pretty good stuff.
0: Uh, by the way, what a steal that Sergachev trade was. Yeah, like you you mentioned. It, how he was with Montreal, I decided to um, look up the, the, the tr- deal trade again. Yeah, and the hockey writers actually posted something only four days ago. Oh, about revisiting the trade, and um, if I can read very quickly, I mean it, it. Just it just means that you know Tampa won the trade easily.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean they they, they, they very well did. I mean, sure, I, I'm a I was a big John the Druin fan coming out of junior, but uh, let's, let's compare how these grades turned out so far.
0: Yeah. I we were not very happy when Jonathan drew was dropping. What he dropped to four? He went three. Three? Yeah. Hmm. Um so oh no, Seth Jones dropped a four. Yeah. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, Seth, Seth yeah. Jones ended up being ranked number one in central scouting that year. And yeah. then Colorado said, like months for the draft, we're taking Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Which is fair. And then I don't remember who the hell went
0: number Barkoff. two.
1: Barkov. Oh yeah. Yeah, Alexander Barkov, who I liked, but didn't realize he was going to be as good as he was. So I was more of a favor in favor of Jonathan Drew and go number two.
0: Yeah, oh. I think it was a bit of a shock that Barkov went to. Yeah.
1: Worked out quite well. Yeah. Not, not going to so. lie. Um, that that you know we got we got circuit chip out of this so it's great but if I mean if we had Barkov on this stage too <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be so fun mm-hmm, for sure. All right, well that's gonna do it. We're gonna move to hockey name of the day now. A Nice shorter little show. Get you guys ready for the game three Monday night. But on hockey name of the day today we've got Ryan Booty. It's it's now it's, it's Booty. Come it's on, Ryan Booty. You know it's Booty. Yeah,
1: it's Ryan Booty. So Ryan Booty is a twenty three year old Swiss forward. Playing in the Swiss Division One League, if I'm not mistaken, that's the third level pro league in Switzerland. For HC, uh, you know, forgive me here because this is French; they they do speak some French in Switzerland. Have some French. I'm teams. not gonna forgive you. So HC Vallée de Joux.
0: Yes. Um, de Joux?
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know, but five points to thirteen games regular season. They played in re- uh, relegation round this year. I don't know if they got relegated or not, but for him, seven points for six games in that relegation round. So based on his performance, I'd assume that they won and they get to stay in that. You know, third level pro league. If not, they get to move down to the division two league, and it is what it is. But yeah, um, our boy Ryan. I, I don't think you're gonna have to worry about him being on the international stage or anything like that because he's barely producing at you know lower level Swiss Swiss leagues.
0: How many people do you think say his name wrong? Whether it be booty or buddy. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure, it happens quite a few. I just call him buddy.
1: I, I just call him Ryan. I
0: mean, you can do that. No, oh, I will. All right, let's well, gonna do it for the show. I wanna thank you so much for coming out, and giving it a listen. Chase, hit him with an outro. All
1: right, as always, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. If you wanna check us on Patreon, that'd be great. If you wanna follow us on Twitter at Bulls Broadcast. no, you're not pressing that yet. It's that no bad mic. That's at Bulls Broadcast. So you can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, go follow WNP on Twitter at WMP That's WNP Sports Make sure go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts network right there. Boom, click the logo, listen easy peasy, thumb and squeezy. We're listening. Rate us five stars. Send your questions, comments, concerns. we really appreciate it. Whatever you do, don't have to risk you. forget to use code THPN when we sign up with DraftKings. There you go. Thanks so much huh. for stopping by.
0: We'll talk to you next time.